Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Devoted Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Tracy, and we're so happy to be with you again. Uh, We took a few-week hiatus just to kind of rest and regroup and kind of maybe decide um, a little bit of how we're going to change some things. We we feel like we're going to maybe streamline our podcasts and make them try to make them under an hour um, just because we feel like maybe that's more listenable for for our audi- our audience and so we think we we have a good plan for that now so we're excited to be back um, tonight we're gonna talk about um, kind of like a myth versus reality of what it means to be a Christian and live a Christian life um, myth being from things maybe we thought before we were saved individuals. And then obviously speaking of the reality of that now that we live it. <laughs> so, and then some things that we've, we just either we thought or heard or, um, just kind of things you hear in different circles about that. So this should be in- entertaining, insightful, <laughs> <laughs> this is a lighter one. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll still, you know, get into some, um, it, it won't be too heavy tonight, but um, it'll be good nonetheless. Um, as always, you can follow us on social media, uh, on Facebook at The Devoted Life, and then on Instagram at The Devoted Life Podcast. And um, you can support us via PayPal. Um, soon to be via Cash App if you choose to that you want to support this podcast so we can continue to grow and bring you new content. Um, we do have a merch store um, and we also have Patreon. Um, again, more things that we're just going to be, you know, continually add to and hopefully grow this um, as we go along. Um, and so we're always so excited for those of you who have been faithful with us and tune in episode after episode. We are so thankful for you. Um, so I think the the first myth that we'll talk about, I'll let Steve, I'll segue and let Stephen kind of go into it. Yeah, I think, um, again, a lot of these are just like what we thought. Christianity looked like prior to being saved, kind of like how just our perception of it, and then obviously after being yeah. saved, what it what it actually was like, you know. Yeah. Um, so obviously the myth being from a worldly perspective, mm-hmm. um, and then of course in the reality being of the you know the truth of that this, of that life. <laughs> yeah, so, right. um, and I think one of the biggest perceptions that the world has, and and we had obviously before we saved it, yeah. misconceptions, yeah, is that like Christians are perfect. Like they're infallible, or they carry them, that. or they carry themselves that way. I did. I like legit thought. All oh, these people are perfect. They don't. They don't have anything wrong with them. Right. Yeah, I really thought that. That's right. crazy to think but about. But nothing can be further from the truth. Right. Because no one is. The only no. The only only perfect perfection person. is God. God. Yeah. So. That's an interesting thing yeah. that the I don't and I don't know why the world thinks that and I don't know why, that perception is like that. I don't know. I don't know even where it really came from. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it could become from maybe there and we all know there are Christians out there that are very judgmental and and uppity and you know I experienced that 
you know, as a young man and everything too. So maybe that, that perception came so, from. Yeah, yeah. It's because mm-hmm. people that act that way acted like they were better than. I don't know. Yeah. So, but I, I'm here to tell you that ain't the case. Um, <laughs> um, the reason, yeah. at least from what the people we've met, we've been around and yeah. um, the reason that we go to church is because we're not perfect and we need God. Yeah. That's yeah. the reality. We're not perfect. Yep. We never will be. Because we know we're not. And you, we can't achieve, you can't even achieve perfection. Right. So. And we know we need a Savior. Right. We, we know we, we can't do any of this without God's help. Yeah. So, I mean, you hear people, oh, you guys go to church, you, well, you're perfect, you know, something like that. Yeah. You, know, you kind of hear that kind of stuff in the world. Like, no. No, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. We go to church to, to be in the presence of God because we are not perfect and we yeah. need Him. We need Him, His help. Right. We need His presence. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um... And the the next one we were talking about is that uh, that maybe uh, like going to like being a Christian just means you go to church. Right. There's more. Like to, that's it. Right. Oh, yep. They yep. You go to church on Sunday. That's it. Like from a world perspective, you look at people and say, "Oh, they go to church on Sunday." Yeah. Well, and there's some people that probably do. There are that, unfortunately there are some people that are just bent. They just. That's the, all the they, people they, I knew. They won the yeah. seat, right? Yeah. And a lot of people I knew growing up right, yeah. were, were like that, and that's kind of what it was yeah. like. Um, but now from our point of view now, it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go to church if that's all yeah. you want to do, but you're not going to experience anything. And those are usually, right. in that case, where people do that, they they lead a very unfulfilled life. Right. Because they're, going, they're only going out of duty yeah, like it's like to check a box, or right? Something. To check off, yeah. it's like that checklist. Well, and I think it that that goes back to what we've talked about several other times is that that falls in the category of religion, not relationship. Right. Yeah. Because relationship with God doesn't begin and end on Sunday. No, it's continual. Well, I've talked about this many times. I don't know if I mentioned the podcast or not. How we talk about the. About that, how the devil doesn't care that you go to church on Sunday. No, no. It's what do you do on the other six days? Right. Because if he's got you those six days, he doesn't care. He doesn't you can care go. You can go to church. Right. You can sit there all day on Sunday yeah. if you don't have a relationship with God. So yeah. it ain't gonna make a difference. To he him. just doesn't want that relationship. Right. Yeah. So. So there's much more to it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's out. You know, groups outside of church you get involved in, um, which you are involved in one of those women's groups. So, yeah. but there's so much. There's so much more to it. I mean, you can do. You know, you can be involved in outreach you can well like and like, like even like what we're doing right. i guess and like nowadays you got all this online yeah. teaching and stuff mm-hmm. you can teach learning you and, can learn yeah. and uh, there's so many you know, all more. yeah you know when i was a kid you didn't have the internet and all that stuff so right. now there's so much there's an endless supply of resources right. well i'm doing like an online uh like zoom uh women's bible study for the first time i've never done a woman's bible study with a group of women through zoom though, through yeah. zoom yeah um and that, that's it's just it's so helpful and and, and it, honestly it's so it is enriching it, well, yeah. it, it brings so right. much to your life like yep. you know yep. i don't think we can ever learn too much about the word and 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 you know right. and the scripture and you know there you could just i don't know it, there's no such thing as learning right. too much of right. that so well and this will kind of segue into our next our next topic is that okay perception from a myth from the world perspective is Christianity is boring you can't ever have fun yeah. you can't ever enjoy it it's boring yeah 
and you just go to church and you sit there and you listen to like some your beat. stuffy shirts, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's and what yeah. we're going to tell you if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, you really are. You you're, are. You are doing it wrong, and you need to sit down and reflect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll just throw out some examples. You know, you know the biggest thing when you're truly walking with the Lord and you have a relationship with Him, and you really are walking in your identity um, in Christ and and just walking that out, right? You're not just checking a box. Like, you're living, you're living it, right? You want to be a disciple. You want to be a follower of Jesus, not just a believer of Jesus because we, we, we just don't really like that word believer because we say even the demons believe. Like, right. no, I, I don't want to be equal with, and I've said that before. I don't but sometimes be it's, it's weird because people will say, you know, if you're a believer or something, I almost... It's almost like I almost cringe a little bit when I hear that word now. Yeah. Because it's like, it's innocent. Yeah. It comes from an innocent place. It does. I get it, but. Yeah. But um, what I was thinking about is like, you know, when you are a spirit-filled believer, we have the Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's like, and the things that happen when you, you're almost like your spiritual eyes are opened to the world around you, it's it's a supernatural life. You right, know? Right. It's how how is that boring? Well, and I, you know I, I, mean? I think that you know, if you got I could see how somebody from a, a worldly perspective would think that because if they're not in it. Because they're not that, in it. Right. But if you're now let's go from a different perspective. We know it's not boring. Yeah. But I'm sure there are, are believers that maybe do feel like it's boring. Because they don't walk. But, but my question would be is like, okay, what's yeah. your relation? What's your relationship with God look like? When's yeah. the last time you picked up your Bible? Right. What are you involved in at the church? Are you serving? Yeah. yeah. You know, like what are you what are you doing? Like if you're not doing anything other than just going to church and listening to a sermon and going home, yeah, it's probably boring for you. Right. Well, and like we said, it's more than just checking a box. Like, oh, I did this this week. It's right. a lifestyle, man. Like it's not meant to just be like contained to this building. You that you be, attend right. once you, a day or be. once a week rather. Right. You know? Yeah. And like and just like the things that we've experienced. I mean, we've experienced some pretty awesome supernatural things in these couple years that we've walked with the Lord, you know? Um, like we met an angel. <laughs> like, you know. Um right. we've And we'll we'll get into that at some point. Right. No, we we already did share. Did we touch that? that yeah, on we did share it. We shared it the the podcast after we talked about supernatural experiences because oh, right. it happened we, in the yeah. middle of the week after yeah, that. Yeah, we added on to it. Yeah, we were like, oh yeah, by the way, this happened <laughs> off of last week's. Um, but no, and then and even you know the things that we've experienced in conducting deliverance and right. the demonic and just the, just knowing that there is a. Well, I wouldn't call that fun, but I well, it's not. Well, well, it's, <laughs> it keeps it's, you busy. It's, well, I guess it's not fun per se, but it's. It's exciting because you know that something supernatural is happening. Right. You know that that you're helping people get. Yes. Well, and that's that's the thing is like, if you look at it, it's boring. It's like, you know what I feel feeling like for Christians is, is seeing people get free. Yes. And yeah. God and or God and and God using you right. in such a way to help free right. those people. Like, yeah. He used you to free that person. Yes. We talk about deliverance. Mm-hmm. And we talk about healing. And yeah. honestly, every every disciple of Christ should be doing these things mm-hmm. and if you're not that's probably why you think it's boring mm-hmm. because you think it's just you're probably stagnant yeah. you warm a pew or a seat or whatever yeah. 
and you've been doing that for 20 years. Well, and then if, if you're maybe a person you know, that subscribes to, oh, you know, miracles aren't for today, deliverance right. isn't for today, like, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's the only way I would think it would be boring is if you're really in that religious box and you're like, oh, these things don't well, yeah. happen now. Yeah, if you're, like I said, you're, if you're, if you're, if your Christianity is just yeah. going this, again, Going through and so sitting through a one hour sermon on Sunday, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's boring. That probably would be boring. Yeah. And, and, but then, and but honestly, that should be a very small part. And it, you know what's so crazy though is to think like growing up and the people I knew that were Christians. That's all I saw. That's exactly what I saw too. That's exactly how I was like. That's exactly how they were because yeah, outside of church, I never heard anything about them. No, I did not. Very little. They during the week. Nope. Nope. No, unless the person happened to be a pastor or something. Right, yeah. That was like it. Right. But if they were just like a, like a member of the congregation, literally no talk of God. The Bible, nothing, right. super no, nothing. They weren't, they weren't trying to get you saved. No. You'd hear mm-hmm. them, see them out having those conversations. And sadly, no love of Jesus. I mean, right, there yeah. was more judgment than anything else. Yeah, there was no love there. And it, you know, it just it was so misrepresented. And, and it was like, so it's crazy, you know, with us being saved now, these few years, or a couple of years rather, um, how farther from the truth that could have been. Right. Like, we're like, wait, what? Right. This is what it's really like? Right, yeah. We're like, what the holy heck have we been missing out on all our life? You know what I mean? Right. You're just like, wow, this was what it was. This is what it really is and what it really looks like, you know? Right. Well, kind of go, that kind of goes into our next topic is about, you know, from a, a worldly perspective that all Christians are judgmental. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, ex- you know, I experienced that being young. Yeah. You know, yeah. about uh, uh, facing judgment and dealing with dealing with that kind of that kind of that yeah. judgmental mentality. Mm-hmm. And but then the problem, you know, you're the going problem, to hell. Right. <laughs> everything you did, you're going to hell. Oh, for. my gosh. Wow. It's like, you know, yeah. You didn't, yeah. Listen, you didn't listen to your parents. Oh, going to hell. Yeah. Everything, everything you were going to hell, right? yeah. But honestly, now later on, later in life, and and after we got saved, I if it exists, I I, Wait, I, don't, I don't haven't see seen it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying there aren't people out there no. that do that, but any of the people we know that we that are churches we've attended, yes, and that are near and dear to around. us, and that we look up to and admire, you know, respect, um, and honor, that that is absolutely not. There is none. No. Their hearts are not there. They want to show people the love right. of Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, there's. I'm sure there's people that say they're Christian and are judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got a message for them. They should be the first one at that altar yeah. call. You should be running. Yeah, yeah, you should be running up there. No, yeah. I'm not saying you know we can't you know have moments where we kind of feel like we're being judgmental. Well, you know, it's not like we're, that's how we're just going about all, like every day. But you can, you catch yourself sometimes like, oh no, no, stop right. like it well, all, Lord, I'm sorry. It reminds like, me of something a pastor from our last church said, talked about like, you know, if you're, if you're talking, talking to a brother or sister in Christ, yeah, you know, you see something's not right yeah. with them yeah, and you go and you basically you're confronting them about a certain thing. Like healthy confrontation. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. But his take on it was like. If you're going to do that, it better come from a place of love. love. Yes. Because if it doesn't, you have no business doing it. 
Right. You should probably know the person to some degree, too. Don't just go towards some random... Right. Like stranger or something. Right. Yeah. Because, well, you don't want... You're not... You're never supposed to have the heart posture of like, ha, ah, ha, No. Look it's at not you. For, it's not like, a, from a point of condemnation or like, no. uh, I gotcha. No. It should be to help them. Yes. Help them course correct. Right. Or redirect. Yeah. Get or, them back on that narrow road. Yeah. 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 Help them. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to think about when you kind of reflect and you think about what you saw growing up, and like li- like literally what you thought it, it. This is how I thought it's like like legit. Like I thought that's what it is. Right. That's what all these people are like. That's what that means. And they're okay. That's and then now it's like so it's like a I don't know three sixty. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think. You know, as far as the reality goes, if if you if you're in a church and you're dealing with a lot of these types of things, mm-hmm. you know, if you have, you know, Christian people are judgmental, and yeah. it is it is, a, well, I guess the term we use sometimes a dead church. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's time to consider. And I'm not sitting there so, telling anybody necessarily no. to leave, but you it's might want to you might want to rethink yeah. why that. you're really there. Right. Are you there just because you just checked that no, box off? Right. Yeah. Find a spirit-filled church. Right? right. Yeah. It will change. It'll definitely change, change your, your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, they say the presence of God changes everything. And, I, and, and you know, uh, there was a, I just think this is, I mean, I'm not trying to get off topic here, but how they say with that, how many people we actually knew in our life that were proclaiming Christians, that we could really say how many of those, them percentage-wise actually experienced the presence of God. Like, re- for real. And we were like, it probably was in the single digits. You talk maybe about, you talk about before being saved? Yes. Yeah. Like 5% maybe of people, yeah, of people I of, knew. Of every stories I ever heard mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, it was, it was very... You're like, oh, so you don't... It's between. almost like that thing that um, we heard one of our... Um, there's a YouTube... Um, okay, um preacher that we really like um and he talked about like when you get to heaven and we're in line or whatever and then like you see like what do you say like we see uh paul or yeah you're standing there on judgment day and you're waiting in line and you got paul standing in front of you he's like wait paul from the bible yeah and you're asking he's oh hi debbie or whatever your name is and you're like hi and you're like whoa that's paul And, and he's like so what'd you do did you do in your time and Paul's doing this I did this and, I did this, this, and, or this happened yeah and, and this happened and this and what I, um I went to church on Sunday and it, but wait oh what? wait and so Paul's it, like yeah oh you, you, you I'm sure you were out preaching the gospel and doing this and yeah. I said, well you know well, my preacher did and I, I took notes yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then he's asking a few more questions right. and then and then Paul stops in the middle of the conversation he goes Oh, you know that guy you're you're getting ready to meet. You, know, you don't know you don't know. Oh, the, you don't know him. Right. Whoa, man, that just makes that just sends chills or down me your that spine. Part of the Bible, depart me from me. I never knew you. Yes, that's not something you want to hear no. on Judgment Day. That should that should be the thing that that you you that like we should have like legit fear about. Right. Like that should just terrify you. Like, not in, like, the cliche way, but, like, I don't want to hear that. I'm going to live my life in a way that I I just 
you know. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, that's that. where that that's where that fear of the Lord comes in, you know. Mm-hmm. I know we're kind of getting a little off here, but it'll... it'll yeah, we'll get... We'll, we'll, it'll correct itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said this the other day, like, we talk about fear of the Lord, and yeah. and then you got, you know, you got fear of man. And I think a lot of people don't do a lot of things they do because of fear of man. What people are going to What man's going well, to think, think of them? Yeah. Oh, they're going to think I'm weird. Or, yeah, they're going to think, think I'm radical. They're going to think I'm so what? But you know what? We we as as believers, Christians, disciples, whatever you call yourself, whatever yeah. whatever word you want to use, mm-hmm. um, you should look alien. You should be weird to them. Peculiar. You should be peculiar, yeah. different. No, 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 we don't mean weird, like be a total weirdo that like, people yeah. are like running from you, like, well, this you person's a, a yeah, wacko. Right. Like, like, you need to be locked no, up or something. No, but peculiar, like, wow, they're. There's something about them. Yeah, person, there's something yeah. about them. They're different. Right. They don't fit. Yeah, we don't conform to this world. We don't fit. Well, you know how you, you combat fear of man is fear of the Lord. What yes. did I say the other day? I said. Fear of the Lord is the antidote for any other fear you have. Right. That's so good. Yeah. Like, my drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our sister in Christ said that because <laughs> that's all you said you're like fear of the Lord is the antidote for any other fear you have <laughs> that's all you said and she's like and you can tell she's like waiting is there more waiting for the be more and, and she's like I'm like okay he's done <laughs> she just laughed she's like mic drop <laughs> yeah I mean it's true funny. it's true that is if you have fear of the Lord then you shouldn't if, then you, if you don't have fear anything. of man you probably are missing something yeah and I know that can be hard sometimes it's, stepping it, out of that. It's, it, it, it takes some time. Yeah. You know, it, it really does. Because I had, I mean, it took me, oh gosh, I would say it took me over a year to really get that fear man off of me. Yeah, that takes time. Yeah. You know, it's weird because. That first year. From a worldly perspective. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about myth versus reality from a worldly, worldly perspective. I'm not afraid of nobody. Yeah. Yeah. The reality is you are. Yeah. You, people, you do care. People, people do think. care a lot mm-hmm. about what people think of them. Yeah. The good thing, one thing I I do like about, at least in the circles that we've been in yes. and the churches we've been involved in. Yes. You do not have to worry about that judgment. Like, mm, no. If mm-hmm. you can you can say something and people listen to you and applaud you and and cheer you on. Yep. yep. There's not not a better feeling than that than know that you have that kind of support, support. and yeah. that's the point of church. It is. It really is to have that. Yeah. You have like-minded people that are supporting each other because everybody's going through the same thing. Yep. They're dealing with things. They're growing. They're stretching. You know, they they're going through through hard times too. Sometimes just like we are. Right. Well, anyway, and, and, and we're supposed to be a community. We're supposed to be a help and a support for each other mm-hmm. because the thing is, is you can't relate to the world anymore. Like even and this is such a this is another thing going probably the myth versus reality thing. Is I don't think before you're saved, you understand the separation that happens even with your own family and your kids right. when they're not saved. It's the weirdest thing, yeah. but it's just it just there is a there's a it's it's a it's true that that gap gets bigger. It's, yes, it's true, and it obviously we you know you navigate that you know with love. And, and, you know, and, and you just, you just navigate it the best you can, but you can't deny that, that it's, it's changed. It's different. And there is something that you can't talk to your unsaved family about this stuff because they, it's like, you're talking Chinese to them. Seriously. It's like, you You, are talking like alien language. You you don't, they don't even, they have no clue. They're like, yo, man, I'm what? (laughs) 
but and that's why it's so important to have that support to have be surrounded with believers that you know are you know with you you know really because we're all trying to finish well right that's all we're all trying to do all of us our heart's desire is to see Jesus face to face and for him to say well good or, or well done my good and faithful servant right that's it. That's our goal in life. That's so what the point that, that's what we want. That's the point we're trying to get to. Like that's what well, we you think you think you about know? the analogy of like a child trying to please their father. Yes. They wanna they wanna make their bed right. They're, yeah. You know, I know some kids don't like cleaning their room, but right. <laughs> but you know, they're Yeah. Because they want their father to be proud of them. Yes. Little kids little kids yeah. are different in that in that aspect where they, they want their parents to be proud of them. So they'll yes. do these Little things that's a big deal to them, yeah. And to see their parent proud of them is yeah. It's kind of their goal in that. So, and I think that's that's when we used to talk about the different, the the difference and the the relating and not relating is when you again the identity and when you really have a relationship with God, and you do look at Him as your Father, and you're like, I love Him, I right. love yeah. my Father yeah. so much. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I just love him. And then you talk to your unsafe family who have no idea what that means. They don't even know. They don't know him. Mm-hmm. And then they definitely don't know him like a father. So when it's like you're trying to, that you're talking to them about a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, and you're saying, but you don't understand. Yeah. This, I, I love my father so much. Right. This is why I'm living my life for him. Is because I love him and because of all the things he did for me. Right. You know. Well, that's why it's it's always sad when you hear, you know, you hear Christians talk about, you know, being, you know, they're born again or, yeah. you know, they join this church or, or they say that they're Christian, but they, you wouldn't know that by looking at them, that they've done any of those things because they remain unchanged. Transformation should be a right. byproduct of. Well, and then it's because they're missing something. Yeah. And what they're missing is. Because they haven't met God yeah, yet. Because yeah, if you're in His presence, you're you're changed. Right. I well, mean, you you're, can say you're born again. Yeah. You can join a church. You can claim to be Christian and yeah. still remain unchanged because of that one thing that you yeah. haven't met God. Yeah. You haven't true. truly met Him because yeah. once you meet Him, everything changes. It's it does. automatic. It does. Well, I, I I use what happened to you know in my testimony that I gave. Literally, I was one way. Five seconds. Or five minutes even before that happened to me. The minute that happened to me, in that moment, I was changed. The moment that happened, in, in like the how it took two seconds for that to come in, that message to come mm-hmm. that I knew was not my own thought. Right. And I was like, I knew. I knew in that moment and just like in all the promptings that came about getting a Bible and you know, I, I felt the need to get a cross necklace and just, I mean, I know that sounds silly, not, not about the Bible, but about the cross necklace, but I don't know. It was like all these things. And then it was, and then I, I never read the Bible. I knew the basics, like kids <laughs> that they tell you, and, you know, kid, like, I don't know what, what, what like kid church. <laughs> I don't know. Like the little Sunday thing, school. Sunday school. Yes. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, that, at least that's what I was looking at. Right. That, like, that's the gist that I knew, uh, the real basics. And when I got that Bible, 
and just sat with it before I even read it, I was like, I knew because when the Lord spoke to me in that brief sentence, that's the spirit of truth coming upon you. Right. He is encountering you. And in that, there is a deposit that happens. Something happens and you're like, I, in that moment, I knew God was real. I didn't like, just like, I know the sky is blue. I knew he was real and I knew the Bible was true. It was the truth. Right. I mean, I, you couldn't tell me different. Right. Literally. It was like, no, like I know it's like, I just know that it's a, it was this absolute like it, knowing you thought different. like at one point yeah. it was like a, from a point of theory, but it wasn't theory anymore. And now it was true. Yeah. Was I mean, it was like literally like, and there was no reason, there was no rational reason other than him encountering me right. is the only thing that happened because there was no rational reason for me to think that, especially where I was in my life right. and what I was involved in. So that's why we say like encountering him, meeting him, his presence right. changes everything. Right. And I think, you know, even a person that says I'm a, just a believer, if in one second, if they encounter his presence, they will be changed and they will go to be a disciple and a follower. Yeah. You know, it, it will change. A transformation is just the byproduct of being in his presence. It right. just, it yeah. just naturally happens, yeah. yep. you know? And, um, it's, that's the thing. It's just like, it's like, it, it, it and then we, we've talked about this separately and then together about how, if I would have known <laughs> this was really what it looked like right. and really what it was meant to be right. like, would we have spent our whole life, you know, not. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting, you know, interesting way to think about it because I mean, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I think God took us through certain things in our lives. And I've wondered that many times, like, right. why did I get saved so late in life? You know, yeah. but I think there are certain things that God had to take me through. And I know God was in my life. His hand was even if yeah. even if I wasn't there. necessarily yeah. following him, because mm-hmm. I can look back at points in my I'm life, like, oh, there even he was, there is, yeah. right, Me too. yeah, that that he was definitely there, yeah, whether I asked him to be there or not, yeah. he was still His there. Was um, and I think most people, after you get later and trying to get later in age, you can look back on that and say, yep, yeah, you could you could definitely see points in your life that that was definitely God. Well, I think the Lord does that for us too, right. He shows you. It's like he takes you back and kind of takes you on a timeline. And you're like, and it's like all these these times in your life are highlighted or or brought back to your remembrance. And you're like, oh, okay. It's because, oh, there he was. There he was. There he was. I mean, it's very like, oh, yeah. whoa. He was, it's like, whoa, he was there the whole time. The whole time. He was never not there. And, uh, and that, again, that just speaks to who our God is. That even if we're not pursuing him or looking for him he's still there and he still loves yeah. us he's still he's still trying to call us you know he's still trying to get our attention yeah. the whole time he, he's just he just it's just longing right. for us to return back to him you know yeah. and i don't know i mean i i love you know our story and 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 it's special and you know and everyone's story is special to them and right. unique to them, and it's like that's why no story is the same. We can have similarities, well, yeah, but they're like unique. Something to you. we learned recently is that you know, you know, if you have a if you're not good at you know speaking to people or you're good at talking, and like for myself, it's not necessarily that I don't that I can't talk or I don't. I just 
just not something that I um, yeah that I seek to do and I don't because I'm, I'm not one of those people I don't like attention and mm-hmm. but uh I mean, I've obviously said God tells me to do something I'm gonna do it but right um you know if you wanna you wanna go up and talk to somebody and or a family member or you know to try to get them to see mm-hmm. try to get them saved you know you're yeah. trying to lead them to Christ start with your testimony yeah that's the best way let them know you know. Hey. This you know, keep it short, yeah. somewhat short and sweet, you know, because people don't have attention spans right. either. And you're you're trying to help someone, so you want to yeah. be, get to your point as quickly as you can. But tell them what God did for you. Yeah. No one can refute that. Nope. You're living proof of that. There's, It's not a theory. It's the yeah. truth. That's what God did yeah. for me. This is where I was. This is where I am now. And this is, this was the difference in between those right. two points. Um, that's the best way to reach people. It's true. It well, really is. and especially obviously if it's family or people that have been really close to you and that mm-hmm. have seen you go through certain things in your life and actually know the intimate details of your life and that they would see, okay, they were like this before and now they're not. Like, like God, they've, they're, they're they've so changed. Now, yeah. Like they're healed. Well, yeah, like say, because like personally I struggled with anxiety and depression and right. just agoraphobia and just, I don't know, just all kinds of things. Right. Um, and I, I literally have had none of that since none, right? none of it. It's gone. And nothing's changed other than just having gone in your life. Yeah. 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 And I've never been so even not saying I don't have hard days cause I do, you know, cause that's just part of the human condition, believe it or not, you know, we we're human and we yeah, have struggles days, and yeah. days. Um, and it's, you know, some days are hard, you know, this walk is is hard this the narrow road be, well yeah. the, even the word tells us you know the narrow road if it was easy everyone would do it right you know it's it's we never it, god never promised well, us it well, would be easy he promised yeah. it would be worth it he promised he didn't promise easy he promised victory victory yes yeah and so um you know and i i have my days where i'm I, of course we all fall short even if we were quote unquote perfect we would still fall short of the glory of god because nothing is perfect other than him. Yeah. We don't have that ability to do that. But, you know, and I think even when I'm having a rough day, because I have the Holy Spirit, I come out of it. Right. Every time he right. brings me back. Right. And he he lit like he just pulls me. He pulls me close and he it just he's so patient and but you you can feel that nudge and that reminder or like he'll show you something or bring something back to your remembrance and you're like oh yeah right right so this is you know again it, it, it's like a perspective shift and you know and that's why having that relationship with him is so vital right. to your success um in, in your walk because you can you know you can call on him in your times of right struggle well you know it's interesting you, you talked know. about we talked about perspective and how perspective changes you know even as even as somebody that's been walking with god for a while your your perspective you know you learn you you god shows you new things and always and your perspective changes on a lot of things like yeah you hear people talk about oh i sacrificed so much for this i sacrificed this for the lord it's like you didn't that bugs me when people say that you know, now that I've, 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 I've seen it. a different perception you know? of that, yeah. it's like, 
God, how can you consider that a sacrifice when God invited you? I know our pastor Jordan said that at, at our invitation yeah. dinner. Yeah. Our pastor at our church he said, was like last yeah. Sunday. Yeah, he said that. And I was like, dude, I yeah, I was like, whoa. I just that's one of those things that you'll hear that, yeah. and that just something clicks, and you're like, he's that's so true. Like, yeah, right. if you literally look at it like Think that, the that. King invited me. He invited me to come. Right. Or like, you I'm know, like, what? well, like we we moved to Texas. Yes. For, for yeah. God, God called us here, and we did. We did say we did say we sacrifice. We did all these did, things, yes. like. But, but when you when you hear that, it definitely it changes your perception it, so much. It's, it's like, it, yeah, God invited us to Texas. Yeah. He's like, if we say yeah, we say we were called to Texas, but right. we we did give up certain things in our we life did. to come down here. But yeah, how can you call it a sacrifice when God invited you, you somewhere? There's a reason he invited you somewhere. Why would you want to? Like you, sacrifice like has such a negative connotation. It it's like it does. I understand what people are saying when they say that, like, but God I think that me. maybe change the terminology yeah. a bit. Maybe and then sacrifice feel, sounds bad. Well, and you say the king invited me. Yeah. And then how could, you're like you be you're honored. What are you doing in Texas? Oh, the king invited me. Like who? What king? King. king. Yeah. They like, like what? Be like God. King Jesus. Right. <laughs> You know, and, and then you're so honored, right? And you're just humbled and honored by that. Like, oh my God. Because imagine that just in the earthly context. Imagine like an earthly king sent you an invitation and invited you somewhere. You're like, oh my gosh, the king. I got invited by king. Okay, that's an earthly king. We're talking about the king of kings invited right. you. Yes. That should garner an even more passionate response you know and i'm like so i love that i i forgot to i didn't have a chance to tell him how much i appreciated him saying that because that really shifted some i'm like oh my gosh i don't even think about it like you think you after after him you're like man i need to repent yeah no (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's not a sacrifice you invited me he's like the only one that sacrificed anything was you yeah that's true Yeah. Uh, uh, as we as we close here, I, I want to talk about we we said this kind of leads off the sacrifice thing. That meme you saw that's a still from onset with um Oh yes. It's with what well, has Mel Gibson it was and from the passion. Yeah, it's Mel Gibson talking to Jim Caviezel when he's in his full crucifixion. Right. And it says when you're complaining is how how hard your life, life was, is. or how much you sacrificed. Yeah. But you're looking at Jesus, and yeah. he's covered in blood, and you're and like, he's got been, the crown of thorns, right? But you're complaining about how hard your, how life, your life is, is. and how much you sacrificed. Yeah. Do that mean when you you're like, what? When you found that, you're like, oh my! You're like, well, that's true. And you showed me that. I was like, that was another moment where you're like, whoa! It's it's right. like you check yourself literally, and yeah. like, it's a perspective absolute it gets you back to the yeah. true it gives you a, it gives you a check it does sure. give you a check i was like oh my i was like i will shut my mouth right you're sitting there now. talking to jesus after he'd been crucified and you're complaining right. about how hard your life is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just i don't know if anyone's seen that meme it, it, it's definitely know. powerful yes yeah. it's just like yeah and so i think it's good and we've talked about that too that you know 
it's it's about perspective is such a powerful thing. Yeah. It really is. Right. It really is. And we'll, and we'll close with one last thing. You know, we talk about perspective, and I'm just going to touch on this because it bugs me is because it's one of the things that kept me out of church. And yeah. That was in my testimony is like we hear the term church hurt a lot, which I don't like that term either. Um, yeah, the term church hurt is, you hear that a lot from you. Oh, this is why I didn't do this, because I was church hurt, or right. I got hurt in church. You know, whatever, however they say it. Really what you're saying, and this isn't to sound harsh, is that you're, well, first you're blaming God for what man did to you. Right. Okay, first. So who are you worshiping? Right. You know? Um, so if you think about it like that, mm-hmm. you're kind of blaming Right. Well, and, and it's even unfair to blame God because God gives us free will. So right. he doesn't, we're not robots. Right. So, and those people that hurt you have you free know. will. Yeah. And they just happen to not be good representations of what it means to well, be a yeah. Christian. I mean, he, they're a bad representative of, of that. So well, basically what you do you when know. you, when you do that and you say, this is why I don't do this is because of church or I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to worship God. You're not mm-hmm. going to let Jesus in your life. You're idolizing man. You're idolizing the, idolizing the mistakes of man. And we've we've said we I know right. we talked about this right. in one of our last podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to harp on that because you hear that so much. Yeah. And really, if you think about that, that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. It's 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 a weird thing. It's a weird thing that people do when, like, you're only hurting yourself by doing right. that. Yeah. Well, and I didn't even know. I back in the day, I didn't know church hurt was even a thing. Like. Well, well, I, I wasn't never, in I church, never, so I never I heard the know. term before yeah, until later know. on recently. Yeah. But um, I know that kind of things existed, but not as prevalent as I thought it was. Yeah. I guess so. We're talking about the myth versus the reality. Right, so that right, kind of right. Ties well, into and that. then how how common it is because right. we've met so many. people. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yes, that common that we didn't know it was that common. I guess. Right. But then at the same time, to be fair, you like was it really church hurt or were they just offended? Well, you'll hear, and you know, we talk about we're talking about memes, but you know, I yeah. saw some. Well, this wasn't a meme, but it was something that I'd read. It says, "If the if the pastor offends you, but he's scripturally sound and it's biblically sound, he's not an error. You are." Yes. Yeah. Because I guess we have to be real. Because some people that they 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 go under the umbrella of church hurt and they just were actually offended. Well, I got news for you. If you're easily offended, the Bible's going to offend you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, That's true. you got a spirit of offense and you yeah. need to get up to that altar. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We'll pray for you. Yeah. Um no, that that's true though. But that but again, it, it you know, church hurt is a real thing and people right. do that have been mistreated and and we know people that have legit right. legitimately gone through it. Don't and, keep God out of your life because no. somebody somebody hurts feelings. Well, and it's not his fault. He just had bad representatives, you know, and that's it. So, um, well, we we will end it there, and we hope this all this blessed y'all. Um, like I said, it was a little lighter, you know, than than you know some of our. We've been kind of diving deep into some heavy, <laughs> heavy topics as of recently. Right. So this is a little lighter, and um, we're not sure what we're going to talk about next week. We'll pray about Maybe it. God and, tells us. Yep. Because we always, you know, we always ask him because we feel like if we don't hear no, it's a go on what we've planned. But if we feel that shift come, you know, that that tap and he's saying, oh, do this instead. Then we we listen and we will change course as he leads us to. But as always, um, we're so thankful and blessed by you all that tune in 
um, episode after episode. And we just hope to continually grow with you guys and bring you more and more exciting things. Um, I think we had talked about maybe doing some video stuff at some point. We don't know. We'll kind of... Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're going to tinker with that and, and see yeah. how that goes. Um, but uh, so far, I mean, we, we, we like this format. But we just want to grow. want to grow and learn and, right. you know, try new things. So, um, as always, you can... Um, Please let us know how we can be praying for you guys because we love to do that. Um, you can email us at the devoted life podcast at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media handles or feel free to private message us if you don't want it public. So um, we bless you all and we say have a lovely week and we will see you in our next one. Bye.